Welcome back to the Show Must Go On podcast. We are returning to you from last week with Swept Away by Murder. We had just hit our global spin right after Sir Edward got murdered. Dun dun dun. It is called Swept Away by Murder. So, uh, global spin, which will impact everyone here. Go for it, Katie. Oh, oh, mm. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Fun, fun, fun. Eyeball gum. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Go, uh. Oh my god, it landed on Shadow Malort! It's haunted. I love how you're just gonna hear my little voice just like, eyeball go. And then, oh my god, it's a Charmelo! <laughs> right, well, who wants to do the honors? Alright, fam. I think you up. should pour. I'm not gonna lie, I'm scared. Um, uh, everyone well, wanna pour their yeah, Everyone should probably pour their own. Yeah, so this, this, this lovely gem was suggested to us by our own cast member, Katie Fociano. Hello, it's me. Katie. Um, <laughs> I'm really scared. Ew. She sniffed it so good. Okay, it's a so delicacy. I would suggest if you have not tried this, which everyone who is not myself or Nick has not tried this, um, don't smell it before you shoot it. Okay. <laughs> Someone count Maybe. us down on the I shot. Don't have a, I don't Katie, have a do the honors. Count us down. To okay. life. Liberty, Liberty in the pursuit of happiness. And getting your pussy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll drink to that. Can't see. I've got one. That's a dance. Oh. oh my god, why, 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 why? Ah! <laughs> ah, it tastes like... Motor fuel. Home. It tastes yeah. like home. Motor so, for those who don't know... Taste. Ew, it tastes like black licorice aftertaste with worse on top of it. With worse? <laughs> with worse. Oh, it's so, like, oh. flowery. It tastes like what a dry erase marker smells like. I yeah. feel like I ate her yeah. room. Yeah. I, ah, look it! It's already happening to Hoy. She forgets she doesn't like it. There's like an herbal thing that comes in. Yeah. The fuck? It tastes like... I ate, a little bit of time. It's, it's like I drank a rose. Yeah, I yeah. ate a tea bag. Um, <laughs> 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 tea bagging, really, really. Look, all I'm going to say, give it about 15 minutes, and y'all will be like, y'all do another shot. That sounds good. <laughs> My Ooh. mouth is mad. I will say, <laughs> I will say though, it's fairly smooth in terms of like how it hits you. Like it's not like a really shitty shot of like whiskey where it's like, oh my god, everything's on fire. This it, is like, wow, someone injected tree into my veins. No, you know, yeah. it, it doesn't burn, but it like still goes down in a burn way. Yes. Mm. All right, everyone, stop looking at me. Weird like feelings. That, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're all just, everyone's just like. We're having mixed feelings about you right now, I'm Katie. The wheel. Oh. I'm dreading the wheel now. Yeah. The wheel in the sky. All right. All right. Let's do this. So we're Turn. starting Act 2, Scene 1, page 49. At Rise, it is mid-morning. Inspector Broom is writing up her notes while waiting for Sergeant Boswell, who is running late. The body has been removed. Marty is seated on the sofa. Sergeant Boswell comes barreling in. I wish these hoity-toity high society snobs would hold off murdering each other for long enough for a bloke to finish breakfast. I'm so bone-tired. I feel like I'm dragging my alibis, ass. Alibis, Sergeant. We need to check everyone's alibi for the time of the murder. Get cracking now and no more of that language. I find it in poor taste. Poor taste? 
You can bet when I find out who did his blinking murders, I personally will kill that son of a bitch. Be sure to check windows and doors for signs of a break-in, too. Without fail, someone will suggest this is a work of a local madman because it's simply not possible it could be one of them. I wholeheartedly agree with you, Mum. You know, I found landed gentry always stick together no matter how serious the charge. <laughs> the stories I can tell you... I would I love to hear them, Sergeant, and you can tell them all to me over a pint, but right now we've got work to do. The Sergeant Boswell picks up several pages, then exits. Inspector Broom sits in the chair opposite Marty. Suppose you describe for me what happened this morning. I came down early to lay out some letters for Sir Edward's signature. I was hoping to catch the morning post. Earlier you said you couldn't understand why anyone would kill Mr. No Money, but I believe Sir Edward was the intended victim. Think carefully. Who has a big enough reason to kill the judge and why? No one comes to mind. It doesn't seem possible. It doesn't seem real. When I came in and saw Sir Edward sprawled across the desk, oh, it was horrible. You didn't check to see if he was merely asleep or had taken ill. No, I was too frightened. I think I screamed. That nice Paul Collier came in from over there. After you screamed, how long did it take Mr. Collier to arrive? Oh, almost immediately. He must have been on his way down. I guess he's an early riser like me. Yes, that must be it. Uh, that will be all, Miss Pants. I'll need you to remain here at the manor for the time being. Ask Sir Percy to step in if you please. Marty exits. Sir Percy enters. Inspector Broom rises. They stand together. Sir Percy, I understand you called the police upon discovering the judge been murdered. Is that correct? Not exactly. I had to warn Paul not to touch the body. You see, he was about to do so, but I thought it prudent to wait for the police. Good thinking, sir. Carry on. I instructed Nivens to ring up the police and told everyone else to remain here. So you arrived after Miss Pants and Mr. Corlier, right? Who else was here? Only myself. Well, and... Lady Eleanor, we happened to come down at the same time. We were looking forward to our morning coffee when the commotion started. We heard a scream and came directly here. Well, who arrived next? Let's see. I'm not sure. I got distracted when Lady Eleanor nearly fainted. Paul helped me carry her to the sofa. It must have been Cook because suddenly she was there with hot water and a towel for Lady Eleanor. Did you notice anything unusual when you arrived? Something out of place or not quite right? I'm afraid not. Although I remember thinking how curious everyone looked still in their evening attire. Like we'd just come from an all-night party. Now it feels like we're destined to live in these same clothes for an eternity. You may be right about that. Since no one is leaving soon, I hope they will make the best of it. Thank you, Sir Percy. That's all for now. Sir Percy exits. Sergeant Boswell enters. Anything to report, Sergeant? You bet. Blimey. You wouldn't believe the spread they put on for breakfast around here. I meant related to the case. Uh, nah, the place is buttoned up tight. Nothing doing but the breaking. Almost managed to nick a bit of toast and marmalade except for that blinking cook hanging about keeping a close watch. I want you to interview Lady Eleanor while I have a look around. And Sergeant, behave yourself. Inspector Broom exits. Sergeant Boswell renders a short salute and calls for Lady Eleanor. She sweeps in and walks to the sofa. Sergeant Boswell sits in the chair, facing her. I know this is difficult, Mum, but I need a few minutes of your time. Could you describe your relationship with Sir Edward? I beg your pardon, Sergeant, but how is that remotely relevant to my husband's death? Shall I also describe what I had for breakfast? Would that be relevant as well? Some of us haven't had the pleasure. 
Oh, no sense in taking that attitude, Mum. Then let's get right to it. Where were you when the judge dropped? Uh, expired. I find your questions impertinent, Sergeant. However, I'm sure I was in bed when he was killed. At least, I don't recall being disturbed. Perish the thought. We would want that. So, when was the last time you saw your husband alive? Let me think. It was just before I went to bed. In fact, you and the inspector had just left. That was around midnight. And you didn't see him again until the body was discovered this morning? Edward stayed up late to write some letters. Sir Percy and I happened to come down to breakfast at the same time. Actually, we didn't even get a chance to sit down when I heard a scream. Did you do have an argument? Uh, you and the judge, that is. <laughs> we never argued, by mutual agreement. Our disregard for one another was nearly perfect. He ignored me, and I did my best to avoid him. It must get awkward when entertaining a house full of guests. <laughs> really, Sergeant? You haven't a clue about the ways of the landed gentry. Let's just say I have my own particular interests, and I'm sure Edward had his. We left each other to our respective vices. Are you starting to get the picture yet? Uh, the, the, the picture? Y yes, most clear now, now that you mention it. <laughs> we live in hope. With the uh, judge now deceased, I assume you inherit the estate? Of course I will. That is along with Jane and her cousin, Eddie. Just so I'm clear, this Eddie person, he is not your son, but the judge's. By a previous marriage, I assume. You assume correctly, Sergeant. What are you driving at? And we have a spin. Spin, spin, spin. spin. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, <laughs> that spin arm. She gets oh, so right. excited. So excited. All right, oh, I got a spin. Oh. <laughs> I gotta spin for who it is. Then we spin the wheel. Spin for the Miss Katie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just heard a spin. It's Alejandro. Oh. Congratulations. Oh. You are the punished. Uh. Alright. No whammies, no whammies, What's no whammies, good? no whammies. Stop. It's gonna burn so good. Oh, oh, oh. 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 Welcome to Pumpkin the club. Baby food. Right. And it's, ha it's happily right in front of you. Do we have oh, a spoon? Over here. Here. Ew. He, there's no spoon. He has to shoot it. Oh, wait. Oh, there's a spoon. No, just use your Cut. tongue and scoop it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. All right. You have to do it right Nasty. before your, uh, your next line. <laughs> it doesn't fit. Uh, we have smaller spoons. Do we have spoons. a better spoon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So, uh, Sergeant Boswell, what are you driving at? <clears throat> Just that, in spite of your unusual relationship with the judge, you come out of this extremely well off. Allow me to be direct. Did you kill him to get his money? You insolent little man, how dare you suggest such a thing. I shall report you to your superiors. Oh, my superior. She's in the next room. Shall I get her? I still need an answer, madam. For the record, you're telling me you had no reason to want your husband dead. Get out, get out of here. I want to be alone. Sergeant Boswell exits. So Percy enters and goes quickly to join Lady Eleanor. Darling, are you all right? I heard shouting. <laughs> that prodding little policeman accused me of killing Edward. Oh, he's trying to bluff you into making an admission. Did he offer any evidence? No, but he sounded so confident that I did it even after I threatened to inform his superiors about his outrageous behavior. Then don't worry about it. He has nothing. We're still in the clear. <laughs> Excellent. It's such a relief now that Edward is finally out of the way. I knew you wouldn't let me down, darling. Uh, hold on. I didn't kill Sir Edward. I thought you did. Y you thought what? No. You were supposed to take care of that. You're the man, after all. 
Don't men take care of such things? Not if you want to keep your neck out of a noose, you don't. It wasn't me who dispatched Sir Edward, but if it wasn't you, then who? Something's wrong, dreadfully wrong. If you didn't do it, and I know I didn't do it... Marty enters. Oh, good. I was hoping to have a quiet word. I wanted to speak to you about my future here at Banfield Manor. <laughs> oh, do you? A bit too soon to worry about that, isn't it? Not to mention inappropriate. But I heard you lack a certain amount of discretion. I'll get right to the point. I want to know what my options are now that Sir Edward is no longer with us. I should have thought it obvious. Given your circumstances, your services are no longer needed. Goodbye. On the contrary, I believe I could be very useful to you, perhaps as your personal secretary. What do I need with a secretary? There's nothing for you to do. Why not keep me on as a loyal and silent employee, rather than one with loose lips? You jumped up, little tar. Do you know who you're speaking to? Show some respect! It's just that oh, I'm so confused about what to do. Should I tell the police what they want to know? Or should I keep silent because it's the best interest of the Banfield family? And for me as well. I'll let you make the choice. Why should I do that? And we have a spin! Spin All right. <clears throat> <clears throat> it's spin time. Spin for the punished. Spin, spin, spin. Come on, come on. It still wants to say Alejandro. Hold on, I gotta go back. It wants don't Alejandro against Alejandro. Don't call him. I don't know. He hasn't had a line yet. Like 10 pages, I don't know. That's have what happens when you really? know, and then it gets runny. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. You. Super exciting. Wait. Katie! You, you pointed at me! Oh, no! Nobody pointed at you! Damn it! I'm sorry! Alright, the punished! I want to try to punish this. The punished and the damned. Do it! Well, should I? Not me. It's Kearney! Yay! Congratulations! Shot, shot, shot. No, I should try! Shh, shh, shh! Later. Oh, God. Baby food! Wow, that's a popular one now. Baby food. Mother. Katie <laughs> asks for it, and Katie gets what she wants. <laughs> the universe said, okay. <laughs> this one Oh, you bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, get it ready. You and Alejandro have uh, have some time until it's... No, I don't. Oh, no, Mine's you don't. Like you immediately right have to take so it. Oh, I'm so happy. Uh, I still got time. <laughs> I, I got time to say a few prayers. Uh, I don't. Want and you to should. Vomit. All right. Don't want <laughs> to <vomit>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hold your hair back. You Kearney. know what? Everyone has, everyone has different taste palettes. Maybe you'll enjoy Maybe it. Maybe you'll like it because you're gross. Don't <laughs> sniff it beforehand. I think <laughs> we can see how this is gonna go. Because I'm if it gross. looks like vomit and smells like vomit, it's probably. But it's tasty. a breakfast cereal. <laughs> but it's a breakfast cereal. <laughs> Cookie Crisp sponsor? <laughs> Cookie oh, Crisp, are you still crispy? They're still, they're like, What's how their, long ago was what's that? What's their parent company? Nestle? I think it's probably No, no, Apple. General Mills. Yeah. General Mills. Oh. Like hey, General Mills. <laughs> Sup? We have an organic idea for you. <laughs> Not quite, though. Because your cereal right, is So I'm going to quicken her torment. <laughs> no judgment. Uh, <laughs> so to quicken uh, oh, Kearney's torment, I'm going to, I'm going to reveal who I'm accusing. Just, just, just don't smell with your nose. I'm, I'm trying to freeze Don't breathe. <laughs> don't smell with your nose. Smell with other parts of your body. Water <laughs> on hand. All right. Echo location. Where are we at? Okay, it's simple. I overheard you two talking last evening. I know what you had in store for Sir Edwin, and I must say the results are spectacular. 
spectacular. You're bluffing. If you knew anything, you'd go straight to the police. But it's so hard to choose between that satisfied feeling you get when you've helped the police and that satisfied feeling you get when you know your future is secured. So you think we plan to murder my husband, do you? That's ridiculous. And what was our motive? <laughs> Money, of course. Financial security. And I want nothing more than what you want for yourself, only on a smaller scale. <laughs> oh my god. Uh... You impertinent little... <laughs> I should break your neck right now and be done with it. Oh, but you won't. Uh, I've made certain arrangements. Should anything happen to me, you'll be the first ones the police come looking for. So don't threaten me, Sir Percy. Percy, stop. Let's all calm down. Now that Edward's gone, there's no reason why we all can't get what we want, is there? Sir Percy backs down, but still glares at Marty. I was hoping you'd say that. I could be very useful to you once you inherit the estate. But I won't inherit the entire estate. There's Jane and Eddie to consider. I've been thinking about that. Sir Edward didn't have time to file a new will, right? When there aren't laws about not profiting from a crime. Jane enters carrying an overcoat, hat, and briefcase and places them on the nearest chair. She faces the others. Sorry to intrude, but you have you seen the inspector? Uh, she's not here, obviously. You'll forgive me for not staying, but I have arrangements to make, the funeral and all. Percy, be a dear. Could you lend me a hand? Lady Eleanor and Sir Percy exit. Well, isn't this convenient? What is? I was hoping we could have a chat. We have nothing to say to one another, thank you very much. Um, oh, but we do. My friend at the bank, you remember the elf, don't you? So cute. Uh, she tells me you're one of their most frequent customers. I warned you to stay out of my business. <laughs> now, don't make any threats. Uh, you haven't heard the best part. What is the best part? Spin. And we're going to spin. All right. I know I always look at you when I say that, and she look, really wants I to spin I didn't spin yet, though. I appreciate I'm being it. Good. <laughs> I'm learning. We're in action. Even though my instinct is to look gotten. at you. All right. Act two, she got it. Spinning for the damned. <laughs> it's Alejandro again. Yay! Yay! He hasn't even served his first punishment uh, what's yet. Going to be? Because he gets to chase that with baby food my once cheeks are it still comes warm. up. Pumpkin There's animal. still fuzz on my tongue from it. Hold on. Oh. Do I have to take the shot and chase that when I get my first line or just take no, the shot? No, take the shot now. Take the shot now. You're allowed to take the shot and now. And then the baby food when, when I have you, to whenever say, your first line the comes up. The pumpkin baby food is not pungent. Um, but it has a horrible flavor because it's like a non-flavor and it is just rooty. It's just, yeah. It tastes like I took, you know when you're carving a pumpkin and all the, the, inside the guts are falling out? It's like you took a handful and just ate it. In the inside smeared guts. Smeared it into so that's your being. where all that Ooh, goes yum. when you carve a pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. Into your babies. <laughs> I, I wish we had a picture of that face. Baby food incorporated. Oh, here comes the shot. Shot, 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 shot. shot. Hey. Well done. Swallow the rose. Swallow the flowers. Here comes the herb. And no, no herb. It's <laughs> very herbal. He doesn't herb. taste the herb. 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 It's not herb. It's here comes herb. the gasoline. I'm done drinking herbs. <laughs> 
All right. All right. Heavy. I will let you all know what the best the, part is. Hold on. Hold on. How are you doing <laughs> today, baby? I'm not getting any of this pleasant aftertaste. It's only like dry erase marker. Every time I, I will know. The aftertaste is not good. The aftertaste is the worst part. But once you get past it, you kind of forget that But it it's doesn't bad. go away. Mm-hmm. And I still have fuzz on my tongue. Oh, I, I drank a little bit of this... Um, the poison apple drink Beck help. made, and oh, it yeah, went away. Right. So and we have another spin coming up. We do. God, yeah, we God do. damn it! Let's hope it's Alejandro again with more Malord. Yeah. 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 I have to drive. Well, I, 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 I don't hope it's you actually, because I also. Have to yeah, I would like to let everyone know what the best part is. What's what? the best part, Evie? Where you and I become partners. I want my share of all that lovely money you've been siphoning from the judge's account, or else. Just so you know, I've made certain provisions in case I should have an unfortunate accident. Unlike Sir Edward, I'm not so trusting. I've seen what you're capable of. You think that I... Preposterous. Why should I kill Sir Edward? Like you said, he trusted me. Well, I don't. But if it wasn't you, then who? Spin. 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 All right. All right. Okay, spinning for the damned. It's a website where you can play three games. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. No. It's Nick. Oh, Yay! I hope it's Yay! Pumpkin Baby Food. Pumpkin Baby Food. <laughs> I, I swear, I Katie t- loves to spin together. Pumpkin Baby Food. Oh, 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 oh! Oh, it was. It almost went back and hit Pumpkin oh. Spice Hummus. <laughs> it landed on my Lord, and Nick said, "Oh, thank God." <laughs> So if that doesn't tell you what the other options are, on this week. <laughs> All right, take it now. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my lord. Oh. Thanks. Oh. It's a good thing we're all staying He's here. a jolly good fellow. He's, He's a, a jolly, jolly good fellow. fellow. He's a jolly good fellow. Drink the malort. Well done. Ah. Crushed it. <laughs> <laughs> so it good. All right. <laughs> that wasn't punishment. He looks really happy. Woo! All right. If licorice were a marker scent. <laughs> it, that's what it tastes like. All right. Uh, oh. Then who, Jane? Then who? I should think Eleanor and Percy are the most obvious suspects, but I wouldn't know about that. Now, listen to me. Don't go saying crazy things to the police or anything. We can work something out. I need a couple of days to make arrangements. Do we have a deal? I can afford to be patient. I'm not the one under scrutiny, am I? And don't try any funny business or Inspector Broom and I will have a nice little heart-to-heart chat. Inspector Broom enters. Did someone mention my name? Ah, there you are, Miss Tullyfaro. I wanted to follow up with you, if I may. I think I'll go somewhere else. Marty exits. (laughs) I wanted a word with you, too, Inspector. I have urgent business in London and will be away for a day or two. I'm afraid that's not possible. Your presence is required here until we conclude our investigations. <laughs> you don't understand. There are financial matters that affect the judge's estate. I must get to the bank by tomorrow. You're the one that doesn't understand. Let me be perfectly clear. If you attempt to leave, I will arrest you for obstructing my investigation. If I don't get to London, then you'll have to explain any financial losses the estate suffers. Our solicitors will, will see to it. Thanks for the warning, but I'll take my chances. Although, feel free to call whomever you need to speak to. Fine, as you wish, but on your own head be it. I believe you have more questions for me? Yes, I do. Tell me, what is the current state of Sir Edward's holdings? What do you mean? It's simple enough. I'm trying to understand who gains by Sir Edward's death. 
I get it, Inspector. You think I have motive for killing him? It's true I will inherit a sizable portion of the estate, but so will Lady Eleanor. We are, after all, his only surviving heirs, but I categorically deny that I had anything to do with my uncle's death. Not the only heir, Miss Tolifaro. There's your cousin Eddie. He also has a claim to the estate, does he not? Not the existing will is still valid, which means Eddie has no legal claim. However, I will see to it that he is well provided for. It's the right thing to do. After all, he's family. How very generous of you. Do you think Lady Eleanor will be as accommodating? <laughs> if she were given the entire estate, it wouldn't be enough. There's no amount that could ever satisfy our Eleanor. Do you believe she's capable of murder? Spin! Spin! Oh, no. All right. All right. There's a whole lot of accusations. Who we gonna be? Who we gonna be? Asking all the questions. Why are you asking all the questions? Oh, it's Alejandro again. Oh, 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 I hope for your sake it's pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah. This game is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Beck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Yay! It was actually going to land So what, I take like two heaping spoons? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, or just oh, take yeah. one big one. Yeah. Yeah. Right, don't do two. Yeah. Not a taste. I'll, I'll don't do, do like a big. Eddie, I gotta say, I really liked when you were like, Marty. Marty exits. Did you guys hear at the beginning of this act? She she said Mernin. I did. I said Mernin. <laughs> you had, after you took the shot. Oh. You said Mernin. I, I was feeling some type Not of way up the alert. Feeling Irish. <laughs> Nick did this right before like I started talking. Just went. I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh. Uh oh. Oh um, yeah. I was struggling with the uh, Marty with between like the British accent and then speaking narration. Uh, yeah. Struggle bus. Yay! I think we're all on the struggle bus. As oh, Jenny yeah. dives into more vodka More vodka bunnies. gummies. Vodka bunnies? Vodka <laughs> bunnies. <laughs> that's for, that's for think, April. I Those think, are Russian bunnies. I think that has bunnies. something to say about that. <laughs> They're gelatin free. You know I would never. Almost animal walk. <laughs> Me? I would never. These. All right. So, uh. He's going swimmingly. So Inspector Broom has just asked Jane who she thinks is capable of murder. I wouldn't rule it out. She is focused solely on self-preservation. Do yourself a favor. Never get between Eleanor and what she wants out of life. I'll remember that. Starts to leave, then turns back. <laughs> um, this is on a completely different topic, if you don't mind, but I was admiring your scarf. It's very becoming on you. Well, thank you, Inspector. Since none of us came prepared, Lady Eleanor generously made her wardrobe available. And thank... God for low-heeled shoes. Those high heels were killing my feet. I love the bold colors. It somehow changes your entire look. Although, against that black dress, you couldn't go wrong. It's no big thing, really. A splash of color here, a small addition there, a bit of jewelry, and voila, a whole new ensemble. Unlike a gentleman's attire, they can get away with wearing the same old tweeds and old-school ties every day of the week, and it wouldn't matter. Oh, I agree. Men don't have to try at all, but then who would notice? I've never been successful at coordinating colors or accessorizing. Besides, police regulations don't allow for any individual creativity. If I may say without offense, go lightly on the makeup. It's the one time where less is more, so to speak. Inspector Broom hurriedly takes a handkerchief to scrub the excess rouge from her cheeks. Oh, I hadn't realized. Oh, how embarrassing. I told you I'm no good at this. Um, thank you, Miss Tolifaro. Thank you very much. May I... may I call you Jane? No. Oh. 
Um, sorry. Uh, well then, that's, that's all for now. And, and remember what I said, do not attempt to leave, Miss Tolifaro. Jane exits. Inspector Broom wipes her face some more, then scribbles in her notebook. The hall door opens. Cook stands silently in the doorway. Can you spare a moment for me? Please come in. How may I help? I don't want any more trouble, that's all. What with Mr. Harold being poisoned and the sergeant finding that arsenic in my kitchen, and now the judge, something's been bothering me all morning I think you should know about. By all means, please tell me what's troubling you. It's... it's my kitchen, see? I mean, it's mine. I do all the cooking round here. I serve the food and clean up the messes. Nothing leaves my kitchen that I don't serve myself. It's always been that way. Okay, we've established the kitchen is your private domain. But what are you trying to say? Private domain, yes, that's it. So if the kitchen is my domain, as you say, then why was my stove still warm this morning when I went to prepare breakfast? I don't understand. Isn't that what stoves do? They get hot enough for cooking and after they're done, they eventually cool down. So what? My stove is never warm when I come down to start breakfast. The first thing I have to do is stoke it up before I prepare breakfast. It's what I always do. This morning, the stove is still warm to the touch, so I ask myself, why? Why indeed. And what conclusions did you come to? Somebody was in my kitchen last night. Maybe they wanted some warm milk or a pot of coffee, but then I noticed the service tray was untouched and there were no cups or sauces in the sink for me to clean up. Maybe whoever prepared the hot drink also cleaned up afterwards. Is that not possible? <laughs> That's a laugh. This lot can hardly clean their own backsides, much less clean up after themselves. No one ever comes into my kitchen, yet the night that the judge gets knocked off, someone's roaming round doing who knows what. And you have no idea who it might have been? No. That's why I wanted you to know before someone tries to frame me again for something I didn't do. Very interesting, if I may say so. You can say whatever you like. Just put it in your notebook that Cook had nothing to do with these goings-on in the middle of the night. Go ahead, write it down. You can be sure I will make a note of it. It's an extraordinary event, to say the very least. Cook exits. Paul enters and joins Inspector Broom as she writes up her notes. Oh, 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 oh. Well done, sir. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Oh. I'm sorry. Young. <laughs> Inspector, when will we be allowed to leave this dreadful place? If what, this is what passes for country hospitality, they can keep it. Like everyone else, Mr. Collier, your presence is required until we conclude our investigations. I've spent years cooped up against me will, but not a minute longer. You can reach me at the Bull's Head in the village. Perhaps they'll all get a good night's sleep. I strongly advise you not to leave. Tell me, did you not sleep well last night? Not a wink. And now there's two murders and the weekend only half over. I felt safer in prison compared with this. If you couldn't sleep, what did you do? Did you leave your room at any time? I was in bed, listening to the rain all night long. You didn't, for instance, go down to the kitchen for a late night snack? As I said, I was in bed. Other than the storm, did you hear anything that could help pinpoint the exact time of the murder? Afraid not, Inspector. I was in the west wing, and the murder occurred here in the main part of the house. The pounding of the rain and the thunder drowned out any noises I might have heard. What time did you come down this morning? Can't be precise. It was early. Say, seven o'clock. As I came downstairs, I heard a scream. When I entered the room, I saw the judge slumped over the desk, and Marty standing nearby in a frenzy. You say you entered the great room from the hall door? Oi, that's correct. But your room is in the west wing. Why didn't you come from that direction? I got lost, didn't I? It's a big house. I missed the back stairs, ended up wandering the halls, and I came to the main staircase, the one that leads straight out the front door. 
would have left, but I heard Mommy cry out. You'd have left without paying your respects to your host. That wouldn't have been proper etiquette, now would it, Mr. Collier? Yes. Let's face it. I'm broke. I've spent my last two days in the only clothes I own. I don't have a manservant to lay out a new suit for every occasion. No offense, but a change of clothes would be a good start. Of all people, why did you accept the judge's invitation? Call it morbid curiosity, if you like. When the judge sent word he wanted to meet me, couldn't believe it at first, but I decided to take him up on his offer. After prison, a few days in the country sounded like Avon. Shows how little I know. If you hadn't come here, where would you have gone? Grew up in a small village called Wesley Safier. Was hoping someone knew me family before I got sent away, maybe give me a job. When in need, there's no place like home. Right, Inspector? I suppose so. Your mother, she's no longer living? She passed while I was away. I'm convinced she died of the shame I caused her. I'll never forgive myself for that. And your father? What happened to him? I heard he may have gone into service. Domestic service? Did you try to trace him? There's always the labor exchange. Never visited me in prison. So, not sure where he ended up. Doesn't matter now. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. I suggest you focus on the future, Mr. Collier. New beginnings. What's done is done. Can't change all past, but we can right all wrongs. What do you mean by that? Nothing much. I stirred up a lot of trouble years ago, but now I hope to live a blameless life and make up for my mistakes. Well, you'll be fine. Regarding the judge, you claim to have no animosity toward him, but that's not true, is it? The truth is, I hate the old bag. He stole the best years of my life from me like he's done to others. I'm surprised he took this long for someone to catch up to him. Whoever killed Sir Edward is in this house. I'm convinced of that. Among this small circle of people, is there anyone you strongly suspect? Say you're spoiled for choices here, Inspector. Pick one. Although, there is one person who appeared deeply affected when the judge announced his son's return. I sensed a, an underlying panic. Well, don't keep me in suspense. Who is it? And we're going to keep everyone in suspense. 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 All right. Spinning for our actor. Our damned actor. It's gonna be something so sweet and special. I don't want to. The gumballs. You'll be so happy. I think we got. God damn it. I don't know what's there. Bobby food! No! Yay! Yay! I love baby food. Don't worry, it's real food for babies. Don't worry, the only <laughs> ingredient is organic pumpkin. Is it? Is there. Can I have a cranberry juice chaser? No. <laughs> yes, Please. let the girl have no, a chaser. No, no, no. Not Everyone else has a chaser. Uh, I drink water. You didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sorry, you're going to need a spoon for that. Oh, yes, man. here you go. Mm, that spoon Ooh, doesn't fit. <laughs> well, these are the only ones. You don't have to fill the whole spoon. Okay. Mm. Yeah, a little patience, it'll go in. Oh, man. <laughs> I love how much this oh, baby food ended up getting used now. <laughs> also, that There's it's never landed on Bakke Gummies. Not even an elephant no, in it. No, it has not. <laughs> Just a little time patience. What does this wheel have too. against vodka? Why don't I know this? This feels unholy. Don't punish me. I'll have Nick spin next time, see if he gets vodka Gummies. Oh, what is it? Paciencia y saliva. It's just that you, like, really just, like, infused that you wanted other people to suffer. Yeah, you were so bitter about the first pumpkin booty that... I mean, right now. It infused with your spin. Here we are. You know, the tarot card so. I did pull today was Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs>
it was reversed, so that check this all checks out. Hasta un elefante y una hormiga. Saliva y paciencia. Wow. What's that mean? We're gonna find out. So the the whole thing with patience, the joke I made about the spoon fitting into that. There's a saying in Spanish that with time and patience, things will happen. Like even an elephant and an ant can get it on. Just a little. Time, patience, and saliva, and it'll do. Ew! And I recorded him saying that because my best friend is Mexican and I just sent it. Got it. He'll get it. And he's Word a pervert and he's never told me this, and now I'm really sad. Oh. You're like, excuse me. Whoa, whoa, wait, what does that say about me? <laughs> Sorry, dude. What do birth. you think it says about you? We're doing some therapy now. This is really. Oh. Good. How do you feel about that? How does that make you feel? But we're just think about the ants. having the struggles. <laughs> oh, I would suggest um, pouring it onto the spoon. spoon. Yeah. Oh, right, there we right, go. Right, right. Yeah. We don't want to keep us in suspense anymore. Who is it? Pole. 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 Oh, he's chewing. Paul's okay. chewing. Pizza. Let the man chew. Oh. Mrs. Talafaro, the judge's niece. She's been eyeing something. I'm quite sure. Marty staggers into the great room and collapses. Inspector Broom and Paul rush to her side. Paul wraps an arm around her shoulders to lift and cradle her. She moans as she starts to revive. Mm. <laughs> what happened, Miss Pats? Are you all right? <laughs> Just now, in the hall, a vase missed my head by inches. Someone tried to kill me! Curtain falls. End of Act 2, Scene 1. Yeah, How are I you doing? the worst about the baby food is that the first taste is horrid. And then the like aftertaste, when it finally goes down, is like, I want to vomit all It doesn't, it just lingers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alright. Act 2, Scene 2. At rise, moments later, Paul still cradles Marty in his arms with Inspector Broom standing over them. Sergeant Boswell and Sir Percy enter. I heard a crash. Are you all right, Inspector? Quickly, Sergeant, the hall. Someone tried to kill Miss Pants. Sergeant Boswell runs across, but halts when Marty speaks. Together, Sergeant Boswell and Paul lift Marty to her feet. They're probably gone by now. That face must have fallen from the second floor. It was so close. I'm going to be next, aren't I? Inspector, please, I don't want to die! Marty throws her arms around Paul's neck and cries as she presses her face against his chest. Who is missing? Get everyone here now. No one leaves this room until I say so. Sergeant Boswell exits to summon the remaining household. Paul helps Marty to the sofa and they sit together. Inspector Broom remains standing. The others arrive and form a semicircle around Inspector Broom. Sergeant Boswell goes to stand behind sofa table. I want to know your exact movements for the past few minutes, beginning with you. Pointing at Jane. I was in my room when I heard the crash, but I was nowhere near the stairwell, I swear it. You! Pointing to Lady Eleanor. I, too, was in my bedroom. I thought a small bomb had gone off. Really, Inspector, I do not appreciate being grilled in this manner. You! Pointing to Cook. I was in the kitchen, of course. Someone's got to serve breakfast. Cool, make do with an egg sandwich. Focus on something other than your stomach, Sergeant! Just saying. And you, Nivens, where were you when Miss Pants was nearly killed? I was polishing the silver in the pantry. See for yourself. I left everything as it were when the sergeant came for me. It's true, I can attest to that. None of you thought to investigate when the vase came crashing down? It's nothing to do with me. That's what I pay the servants to do. Sort out these trifling matters. Trifling matter? 
thanks a lot. I was nearly killed. Now that we're all here, Inspector, perhaps you can tell us when we're allowed to leave. We're like sitting ducks getting picked off one by one. There is a killer in this house, and he or she is one of you. I should think you'd be a bit more concerned about finding out who it is. Let's take a moment to assess the situation, shall we? First, Mr. Harold No Money was poisoned to death in a botched attempt on Sir Edward's life. Shortly afterwards, the Lord of the Manor himself is killed in a brutal manner. Don't forget someone tampered with the evidence. The champagne glass didn't clean itself and hop back on the shelf. Right, Sergeant. And then there's the arsenic taken from the gardener's shed. All of you had the means and opportunity. In time, I'm sure we'll establish each of you had a motive as well. That's total nonsense, Inspector. I had no motive for killing my husband. Ah, now that's where you're full of shit. Shall we stick to the facts, Sergeant? Just the facts, if you please. Okay, let's talk motive. I have Sir Edward's letter to his solicitors where he planned to leave his entire estate to his son. The rest of you, including Nevins and Cook, would still have inherited, but your legacies were significantly reduced. The letter was never sent. There's your motive. Your entire case is based on gratuitous accusations. On the contrary, Sir Edward suspected you and Sir Percy were conspiring against him. It looks to me like his suspicions were well-founded. <laughs> Let's not pretend Edward cared all that much for me. I was merely an ornament to make him look good wherever we went. The noble judge was an insecure little man who abused his power over people whenever he could. Sir Percy, Marty, Cook, and Paul nod their heads in agreement. Now that he's out of the way, your pampered lifestyle can continue unabated. I'd call that a credible motive. Be careful about throwing around accusations you cannot prove, Inspector. There are strict laws against slander in this country, as you well know. Sir Edward knew his so-called friend was having an affair with his wife. Had the judge lived to file a new will, she would have inherited almost nothing when the prodigal son returned. Could your relationship survive the strain? I think not. Eddie's return changes nothing. As his wife and heir, I'm entitled to a significant portion of Edward's estate. The same as Jane. Don't drag me into your little drama. Besides, the will was signed well before we knew Eddie was still alive. It remains valid and practically set in stone. That settles it. There was no reason for anyone here to kill Sir Edward. It settles nothing. Why was Sir Edward murdered if not to prevent him changing his will in favor of his son? It had to be the work of some lunatic on the loose, Inspector. He couldn't have been any of us here. Ha! <laughs> By God, it's just like you call it, Inspector. What's that? Called what? The Inspector predicted one of you would claim the murders were committed by some madmen. She warned someone would try that old trick. Are you mocking us, Inspector? Do you think this is some sort of parlor game? I suggest you start taking these murders more seriously. I do take them seriously, just as I know the murderer is here now in this very room. Whoever it is, they've killed twice already, and they are willing to kill again. Just ask Miss Pants about that. Then I want police protection right now. I can't take it anymore. I'll tell you what you want to know. Just don't let them kill me. <gasps> Miss Pants, are you confessing to the murders of Sir Edward Banfield and Mr. Harold No Money? I knew it. I knew the little hussy was a murderer. Double spin. Double spin. Double spin. So whoever spin. this lands on, we have to do two <coughs> spins, and they will get two punishments because we actually have two upcoming ap accusations. Oh. She's lying, I tell you. This is terrifying. I'm so scared. Oh, it's me this time. Yeah! 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 The host herself. Oh, the god. I love the way she said that too. Oh, it's me. Okay. Great. Can you hear me? You. 
You can both spin one. Yeah, we can each spin one. Do you want to spin the first? Would you like to yeah, manifest your food? Do it. I don't want baby food. Well, just eat it. No, I'm going to do that for us. Boy, did you hear how many harmonized earlier? Really that oh, was yeah. really cool. Yeah. I lucked out this whole time. No! Yay! <laughs> I'm sorry, what were you about to say about Option one was Shot of Merlort. Shot of Merlort. Round Mor- two. Mor- Mor- round two. Mor- 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 Me too. Me sorry, too. sponsor. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, it's no. another one. Oh! 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 I've been eating Jesus. them all day. They're delicious. I've been good. All day. Be I mean, literally. We've been here from 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> One gummy a minute. My oh. lord. Oh, God. This my lord. No. <laughs> my lord. Oh, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Um, okay. The drunkest of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And he's giggling. <laughs> the giggles. To think we're so close, you guys. Oh. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the relief in Alejandro's face when it was not hit. Hated water! That, that, <laughs> that malort goes down just right. Your seltzer's right in front yeah. of you. Your Ashland seltzer is Ashland. right in front of you. Yeah, seltzer. chase that alcohol with two different other types of alcohol. That's, that's a really good thing when you mix them. I was just trying thing. to get rid of it! <laughs> All right, gummy bears. Gummy, 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 gummy. Oh, yes, here. Not with your hands. I'll put a few. I'm just going to do two. You're going to feel so good tomorrow, Evie. She's already slurring her words a little bit. I'm just going to do two. Oh, no. That's actually not about the alcohol. That's about the numbing effect the Lord has on my tongue. I told... I was talking about the fuzzy tongue. Thank you. Number three, my Lord. Okay, don't... That was a good one. Play with them with your fingers. You eat them. I don't want to eat them. Too bad. <laughs> they're good. They're, they're delicious. Strong. Oh. Yeah. They're, not, they're not like bad, but they're not good either. Oh no, they're good. I think you've been mixing flavors. You had Malort. and maybe it's because of the malort. You had Ashland. Yeah, you've been having some really of that cinnamon stuff vodka, and now right. the vodka gummies. These gummy bears are vegan. They're taste. delicious. Nope. Nom 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 nom. This tastes gross. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Beck, how are you doing? Fantastic. Our lovely sound love operator you, over there. Go. And co-producer. He hates us by the end. Yes. He's like, can you finish anything? Can no. You dig it. <laughs> can you finish the script? Okay. The answer's no. So uh, oh, I will be picking up from uh, the lying hussy. Uh, I knew the little hussy was a murderer. Yes. Lying <clears throat> hussy. The lying hussy as well. <clears throat> Both Marty and Paul rise. No, not me. Let me explain. Last night I overheard Lady Eleanor and Sir Percy planning to do away with the judge. And sure enough, this morning he's dead. You two murdered Sir Edward. She's, She's lying, I tell up. you. Everyone quiet. Help me understand, Miss Pants. To what exactly are you confessing? When I found the judge dead, I said to myself, they've gone and done it. I saw an opportunity to make a little money, so I suggested they could buy my silence. After all, I have to look after my own interests, don't I? Blockmail, is it? The dirtiest game in the book. And who's to say she wouldn't come back for more? So you decided to end it right away. From two floors, that face would have silenced your blackmailer forever. I did no such thing. And besides, she had it coming. It's true the little tart tried to blackmail me, but I'm not the only one who wants her dead. You really want to kill me? But we had agreed. Um, to think I was going to tell you about the rest of the money. I was a fool to trust you. What money? What are you babbling on about? Yes, I'd love to know too. 
It was Jane. She's been stealing from the judge all along. I have a friend at the bank who can confirm it. Let's tell the whole story, shall we? Eleanor and Percy were the only ones being, weren't the only ones being blackmailed. When little Miss Smarty Pants couldn't possibly know, is Sir Edward had me open a separate account, what he called his slush fund. But she wouldn't know about that because she's a complete ninny. How convenient the judge isn't here to confirm or dispute your word. That's why you were so desperate to get to London, to put back the money you stole and thereby remove any threat Miss Pants held over you. It was your secret account, wasn't it? Tell the truth. All right. I admit it's true. She thought she was going to waltz in here and take half for herself. Well, she got lucky once, but I wouldn't have missed a second time. Marty looks as if she's about to faint. Paul reaches out to steady her. It's a spin. It's another spin. All right. It's like no one reacts to the fact that Jane's just been like, I'd fucking kill you again. Yeah, I know. Everyone's just like, yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> well, have you met Marty? <laughs> she kind of sucks. Marty. It's Kearney. Oh, I felt it coming. I can okay, feel if it's alcohol. coming in the air tonight. You and your throwback songs. No. Marvin! Oh. Oh. <laughs> your favorite. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, no, we the Choo-choo. For all my life. Wait, what, what is the thing you do with the baby? The airplane? Choo choo! Oh, yeah. Or when airplane you coming in the landing. Yes. Really choo choo, open you the tunnel. Yeah. What? That's all I, you're putting on that spoon? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this was like as much as I had earlier. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Neither of us. Alright, that's better. Yeah, that's better. Is yeah. it yeah. a gas? Sorry, scoop police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But were you? You weren't, don't lie. Oh, I was like, what? Sorry. <laughs> no. I was like, what do you mean? Trying to sneak that on No, her. I'm not sorry. I don't want to eat this. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I don't want to have it. Great, now I get to sit and Come stare at it and think about how bad it fucking tastes. It's taunting you. Oh, yeah. mm. oh, no. Where did it go? <laughs> Why is it on the wall behind me? Who got the All right. Uh, um, I'm giving Sergeant a Boswell, page 77. From, um, there you have it. Baines, motive and opportunity. I submit Lady Eleanor with help from Miss Talifara and Sir Percy. You three murdered the judge and held no money and attempted to murder Miss Pats. Inspector Broom puts a hand to her forehead and takes a few steps around the stage as if deep in thought while everyone watches. Of course. That's it, I've got it now. Are you okay, Inspector? Would you like a glass of water? Something stronger, perhaps? Sergeant, isn't it gratifying to know one's suspicions are spot on? I'm not sure, ma'am. How so? I couldn't remember what it was that kept bothering me, but suddenly it came to me. Here, now, while all of you were talking. Sorry to interrupt your confession, Miss Tolifaro. Don't get me wrong, I appreciate having all the distracting background filled in at last. That is, knowing about the embezzlement and attempt to kill Miss Pants. And knowing you two conspired to kill Sir Edward. And of course, knowing about your little blackmail scheme. But none of that... None of that explains two murders, now does it? Sorry, Mom. I know I speak for everyone here when I say... I'm totally lost. Are you telling us you know who killed Sir Edward and Mr. No Money too? Yes, Sergeant. And you would too if you had been paying attention. To be fair, I missed it at first. 
From the beginning, someone who's been orchestrating this whole ghastly scene, but there was some small detail I missed. And then I remembered what Miss Talafaro said. Me? What was it I said? <laughs> it was when you showed me how to accessorize and how small changes can be so dramatic. Like your scarf and Miss Pants with her pearls and colorful sweater. So subtle, yet so highly effective. It's not hard, really. Every woman knows how to enhance her looks without too much trouble. Well, most women, anyway. You mentioned Lady Eleanor provided access to her wardrobe. That was most generous of you, milady. A common courtesy. I know it's distressing to be out of one's element. Thanks to our fashion expert, Miss Tolifaro, I now realize what I had missed. For instance, take Lady Eleanor's stylish gown and robe. Of course, she could change clothes any time she wanted. It's her home. Her guests, however, didn't have it so easy. But with access to her wardrobe, Miss Tolifaro and Miss Pants could accessorize to their heart's content. It was these subtle changes that helped me identify the murderer. And spin. we have another spin. Time. All right. Not yet. Almost. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. My app always <laughs> likes to freeze up. Oh my god, I can't even stop laughing. Closing time. Every oh. new beginning. All right. No, 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 Katie. <laughs> Almost. So close. She's ready. Is Nick. Yay! <laughs> I know who I'm carrying. <laughs> Go ahead and speed. Oh, sorry. Oh, I bet. Cross your fingers. I mean, that's what you said. Oh, 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 this thing's been chilling for about three yeah. hours. <laughs> right. Wait, really? Do I just wait for my line? Or yeah, wait for your line. Okay. So go ahead and get that scoop pre-readied. <laughs> pre-readied? What's a word? Pre-game that scoop. <laughs> just hold it in your hand for five pages. Yeah. I'll just I'll dip it right when... Slowly dip it. Wait, get do it? you speak yeah. again? Get it pre-readied. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. You have... Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Inspector Broom slowly strolls around the room, eyeing everyone in turn, then stops in front of... Paul. It was you! You killed Sir Edward, and by mistake you killed Mr. Harold No Money as well! <gasps> now that ain't true. Oh sure, I hated the miserable old do-gooder, but I didn't kill him. It was one of them! Plausible, but not possible, I'm afraid. I finally realized what was different about you. If a subtle change can have such a dramatic effect on the ladies, it could equally apply to the men. And that's when I knew I had you. Your tie, sir. It's impossible that the tie you're wearing now is the same one you wore when you first arrived. This is absurd. I told you. I've been in the same clothes for the past two days. I may be sick of them, but they're all I've got. Oh. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Icky, icky. There it is. Finally had that baby food. It's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> the inspector's absolutely correct. I should have noticed that particular pattern before. The judge and I. That's our old school tie you're wearing, the boating club. Unless, of course, you want to convince us that you rode for Cambridge. You used your own tie to strangle the judge, but what did you do with it? Where did you dispose of the evidence? Oh, God, it's me. <laughs> it is. My stove. It was still warm this morning after he burned it up. I'll bet we can still find the ashes. Spin. 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 <laughs> All right, and this is, like, I believe, last. for the last spin of the show. Oh, God, that's so horrible. 
sad. Yeah, now let's find out. I have to take who baby gun again, be? I'm going to punch somebody in the throat. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's me. Yay! I see it like slowly go by. I saw that smile drop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh my uh, lord! Uh, oh. Oh. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. The wheel, yeah. right. the wheel is mine. merciful in the end. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can yeah. I have a? Can Take I have a pre-dipped chip for myself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. My well, finger, like, have you had enough? I'm like, yes. Oh, you're handing it over. Exactly. Thank you very much. It's gotta be like oh, really raisin yeah. bran, two scoops. I mean, ah, like I smelled it, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> it's on your nail now. Ew. Well, her nails are like three feet long. It's true. <laughs> They're hot. Um, <laughs> thank That's you. Short three feet. Um, can I have a That's chip? a compliment so. to me. <laughs> well, I didn't make the hummus. I bought that I chip. I can't decide um, if that was dirty or not. Yes, they did. That's up to you to decide. They smell, they Mm. Mm. They sell pumpkin spice everything. Is this good enough? Do I need sure. more? A little, little more. A little more. Little, little, little more. Ah, there we no. go. There we go. I do love me some hummus normally, <laughs> but I'm not sure I'm gonna love me some hummus mm. right now. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Should I go from? From a. Uh, but you still had a problem. Yeah. Go ahead. But you still had a problem, Mr. Collier. Without being too obvious, you had to replace your tie with one similar to it. The only person who could provide that kind of assistance was you, Mr. Nevins. It's simply Nevins, ma'am, as I've told you before. Nevertheless, Nevins, you had us going in all the wrong directions. You knew the judge had invited an ex-con to demonstrate his alleged instincts into human nature, and you said the household was best understood and viewed through the prism of money. You also alluded to the trouble between Miss Tolifaro and Miss Pants, and that the cook had something to hide and you mistakenly poisoned Mr. No Money, then returned the glass to the cupboard. Therefore, it stands to reason you replaced Mr. Collier's tie and helped him destroy the evidence. Your only mistake was choosing a tie that held significance for certain people. You may ask why Nevins would help an ex-con to commit murder, and there can only be one explanation. Nevins is Paul's father. <gasps> Think about it. Father and son separated for years because the judge was a zealot at heart. Even with Paul's early release, the damage was done. This was payback for all those lost years. I'm right, aren't I, Nivens? I hated Sir Edward for what he did to Paul, and my poor wife. When a position opened here at the manor, I jumped at the chance. Then learned Paul would be paroled early. The judge decided to invite him to gauge the effect of his sentence he had on Paul. The judge's ego got the better of him. Of course, I knew about the arsenic in the shed but so did everyone else here. I left it under the sink in case the police figured it out and the poison... I left it under the kitchen sink in case the police figured out it was poison and came looking for it as evidence. Then it all went horribly wrong. I hadn't counted on the storm. I went to start the generator and was out of the room when everyone selected a champagne glass. I wasn't there to ensure the judge had the correct one. Mr. No Money unfortunately chose the wrong glass. When the judge decided to stay up late writing out changes to his will, it was the perfect opportunity to carry out our plan. I took the back way and came around the main stairs to the hall door. I knew to judge what I was back to me. Couldn't have been easier. I slipped a tie around his neck, and that was it. But then I had to get rid of the evidence. Father suggested the stove. We didn't stop to think about old school ties, did we? Of all the ones to choose from, 
I had to pick that one. We almost got away with it, son. Except for a lousy storm. At the old school tie. You might say the tie that binds. No. <sighs> Take them down to the station, Sergeant. Well, my mom. Everybody out. I brought most police van waiting out front. Oh, oh. The entire cast, except Inspector Broom, exits. By the way, Inspector, I believe I owe you a punch. And have I got some great stories to tell you? I will gladly take you up on it, Sergeant. I think we've earned a pint or two. Sergeant Boswell grandly holds the door for Inspector Broom as she is last to leave, then closes the hall door behind him. After a few seconds, Sergeant Boswell sneaks back on stage as if to address the audience directly. Well, what do you think? Not a bad score, huh? Two done for murder, two more for conspiracy to commit murder, one for embezzlement and attempted murder, and another for, for blackmail. I guess you could say the inspector and me. We make a pretty good team. She's still a bit green, but she'll get better once I have had a chance to work with her. Don't you worry, though. We'll be back soon. Looks over his shoulder to ensure Inspector Broom cannot overhear him. On that, you can bet your derriere. <laughs> he exits, <laughs> closing the door behind him. Blackout, curtains, end of play. <laughs> we made it! What an experience that was. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can still taste the baby food. Ew. I can still taste the malo. <laughs> the malo. The malo. The malo. The malo. The malo. The so bad, it's not even Um, Sorry. yeah, that Dibs pumpkin spice hummus. Yeah. How did you like it? Exquisite. I would prefer that over the, the baby's food. Yeah, look, baby you guys didn't have to Oh, that's fair. Food, I so didn't have to have baby food. Yeah, <laughs> Um, it still was gross. Yeah, it was <laughs> gross. Oh, and I meant to say, so they do make this. No, this mm-hmm. particular one, I bought the hummus, like the original hummus, and we added pumpkin spice to it. Gotcha. But they do make pumpkin spice hummus. I just couldn't find it. Okay. So I made it. So we made it. Hey, Wait, where does one get pumpkin spice? Like, huh? what do you mean? Pumpkin spice? <clears throat> like, there's just... A- it's, a spi- it's pumpkin spice-like seasoning. Mm. Yeah. By the way, it's, it's gross. It's- Gummy bears. This just gummy looks mess. Like a giant gelatinous mess. It, yeah. And it is. A weird form after a while. <laughs> yet it has no gelatin. <laughs> and yet it's a gelatinous mess without the gelatin. I just wonder if you left everything the way it was and then let house cleaning come in. Oh, it what would look like a like, draw. What's going on? <laughs> it's like, did you guys just eat and then record yourselves eating? What kind of <laughs> weird party was this? <laughs> a weird one, that's for sure. Baby food. Nasty. <laughs> and Hello? on and on uh that yeah. on that note, baby food malo nasty. My lord. Ooh. That sounded like you made a name. Baby food malo. <laughs> <laughs> baby food malo. My first child. Sorry. Sorry, Beck. <laughs> it's not what we originally agreed upon. Um and with that being said, thank you guys for tuning in to Swept Away by Murder. Murder. <laughs> and listening to us here at the Show Must Go On podcast. Follow us again on Instagram and Twitter at Show Must Go On PC to find any sneak peeks into the future episodes and fun behind the scenes content. We'll see you next week. Bye bye now. <laughs>